Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Soybean demand is projected to grow as renewable fuels gain traction and soybean products gain market share. This is according to Egg Processing Inc. While AGP doesn't have processing facilities here in Wisconsin, they do source soybeans from the state and deliver bulk feed products into Wisconsin as well. Reggie Cook is the merchandising manager with Egg Processing Inc. He gives us an update on how they're tackling transportation challenges and how farmers can take advantage of opportunities in the market. Looking at the production this year, I mean, the the big news story all year has been really dry in the Midwest, uh, very spotty in Iowa, a little bit spotty in our area around St. Joe, but I would say generally in the Midwest, you know, a little bit off on, you know, average yields. Uh, part of it is we had a monster crop last year, and so there's a little disappointment in the country on the crop this year, um, but ultimately... You know, good weather during harvest. The producers went out, took the took the beans out of the field very fast. Uh, our members and the local elevators in the country did a very good job on on pulling all that product in, especially with the issues that we've seen on the Mississippi this year. Overall, obviously long and hard hours, but we appreciate everything that the elevators do all the way down to their member owners. I want to talk more about the domestic transportation logistics, uh, the issues that you've been facing. Is it primarily the low Mississippi River levels that are wreaking havoc, or what about trucking, rail? Yeah, so right now, if you look at the picture in the Midwest, uh, you have options. You know, the further north you go, that those beans generally hit the export market via the P&W on railroads. Uh, so that can be primarily BN, but also UP. From that standpoint, you know, trucking, I think everybody's being affected on trucking, whether it's the egg industry, whether it's Walmart, whether it's it's whoever right now, diesel, you know, spikes isn't cheap. Uh, there's always a lab- labor shortage out in the country right now. And then you turn around, you look at the Mississippi River, uh, we're seeing awfully low levels that's it's reducing the number of barges going down and so essentially what that does is it takes the whole supply and demand picture that we normally have in the midwest and it's going to shuffle it around so how have these river levels like what's the impact there uh you know the impact and and probably the best way to paint the picture is is basis levels if you look at basis levels along the mississippi that we've had here during gut slot harvest this year uh they've been drastically lower than what they have been in the past uh, there's been a little bit of a workaround on that. Uh, the railroads trying to be a little bit more efficient and shipping product all the way down to the Gulf rather than going down the river. But ultimately, you look at the Mississippi River, I mean, that, that's a main artery from the Midwest to, to export and to the global market for, for the most part. How does that get fixed? I, I mean, really, you kind of have to wait for rain. Uh, obviously, this time of year, that doesn't come around too much. So you're looking, we've but we're three years in a row on a La Nina weather pattern. Generally causes drier drier summers and colder winters. Uh, we could definitely use some more snow this year and help with the uh, ground moisture and then also kind of build up that Mississippi. You kind of made a comment earlier. You expect demand to really start booming here in the next couple of years. First, paint the picture of what demand looks like now and why you think it's expected to grow. Yeah, so demand is hot right now already. The big picture is the renewable diesel plants coming online. Uh, They're primarily fed by the soy industry, the soy crush industry in terms of soybean oil. So uh, as we see more plants come online in terms of renewable 
diesel plants. You have the crushing industry right behind it building plants of our own. Uh, you know, similar to AGP, we're going to build a plant in David City, Nebraska. Uh, we're going to be able to crush over 50 million bushels a year. So when you look at when you look at the overall demand picture on soybeans, as we continue, there's supposed to be a new plant coming on, and there will be additional come on each each year as we get into I think 25. 2025 2026 so that demand picture will just continue to grow as as we get closer here over the next three to four years i want to shift the conversation now to investing in new products or innovations to help the industry continue growing one of this is the high oleic oil please explain to us what that means what that is that's something that we've had in our hastings nebraska facility for a while uh, we did open it up to our manning iowa facility here for the 2023 crop year uh, so right now actually we're contracting acres in hastings nebraska and manning iowa for the 2023 harvest benefits that that brings to the local producers is is they will be able to get up to a dollar ten premium per bushel on those on those plenish acres that they contract now it it has to be sold through a participating elevator and i would just say if you have any further questions from the marketing of plenish beans feel free to contact our hastings nebraska or sergeant bluff iowa merchandising offices and then rolling into the benefits of plenish and high oleic soybean varieties you know the big thing you get with that is in products that are packaged that utilize high oleic oil uh, the shelf life of those products are longer turnaround you can look at high oleic oil usage in, in fryers. Uh, fry life is longer on that. And then on top of it, anything that is fried in high oil will end up with a with a crisper product. So that's a little bit of why it's desirable right now. Again, it comes at a premium. You know how many acres of high oleic beans are planted in Wisconsin or grown in Wisconsin? Is there a market for it up there? I do not at this time. I, I know there's there's a few high oleic acres that are done in southern Minnesota. We obviously have Nebraska and, and then also southwest Iowa. Does any extra work have to go into it or any other input costs? Uh, not, not really anything on the input cost. Uh, ultimately, it's an identity preserved bean just due to the oil content. You, we don't want it to be mixed with commodity beans. Um, so from that standpoint, you know, you will have to keep it in separate bins. Uh, but ultimately, that premium does pay for the little bit of extra work for keeping it separate and then also the delivery periods that we have. Hey, anything else happening right now in the bean processing, commodity processing side of things that farmers should know about? You know, you look at farming and soybean production, uh, the real question going forward here is, is what does the outlook on acres and production look as we get closer to this this 20, 24, 25, 26 time, time frame where, you know, we're adding 300 plus million bushels of crush to the industry. Uh, you know, looking at it from the standpoint of supply and demand and what, what prices are going to do, you know, the curious thing is how are producers going to respond to this? You know, are we going to see less corn on corn? Are we going to see more of a 50-50 rotation? Uh, that'll be the unique challenges kind of going forward. And then as, as everybody's running into right now with uh, truck logistics, rail logistics, um, you know, there's times where they're not as efficient as what they have been in the past. And, and that boils down to the labor shortage that we've seen in the U.S. And, and in the logistics industry. We are doing an upgrade and expansion to our facility at the Port of Grace Harbor in Aberdeen, Washington. Uh, it's an outlet for us to hit the Southeast Asia market on soybean meal. Uh, and it's going to 
fit really well with our with our plan startup of our David City, Nebraska plant. Um, and we're, we are also working with the Port of Grace Harbor out there right now, uh, taking a look at potentially having a second terminal out there. Uh, you know, ultimately that the Midwest product after we process the soybeans, it, it naturally flows out to the PNW, and we can hit you know, the booming protein demand that you see in Southeast Asia. Again, that's Reggie Cook, the merchandising manager with Egg Processing Inc., or AGP. Again, no processing facilities here in Wisconsin, but they source beans from the state and deliver bulk feed products into Wisconsin. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.